<laughs> oh, man, this is weird. Uh, this what doesn't we, feel right. What are we doing in here? What are we doing in here, man? This isn't our old stomping grounds. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. Uh, it's my first time in here this year. Is it really? Yeah. It sucks in here, doesn't it? It's all yeah. cramped. Yeah. I don't like it. It's dark. I don't in like here. the vibe in here. Weird vibe all around, man. Uh, nuggets drop to the Houston Rockets 107 104. The surging Houston Rockets, who now have six straight wins, the second best win streak in all of the NBA. Nuggets fall victim to them. Had their chances. I'm going to say this. When you get a loser's lounge, there's there are a couple different types. Some are just like, guys didn't play well, blah, blah, blah. And some of them are like, you know what? There's some meat on the bone here to get into. I a think this is I think this is a buffet of takes. Wow. A buffet of, of things to discuss Tons on this Tons of meat one. on the bone. Tons of meat on the bone. Over here. I agree, actually. I got Brendan Vote. Is that your wallet? Um, it is, yeah. Shout out Jeff Green. Four rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Jeff. Uh, incredible rebounding efforts. Some big shots down the stretch. Sometimes... It's okay to laugh, fellas. Were the Nuggets holding him back? That's what I've been. That's what I was trying to say in the pregame show. A lot of people have been saying it, man. Nuggets mm. were holding him back last year. Over here, I got Harrison Wynn. I think Jeff was in on the bit tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was in on the bit. He was like, I'm going to grab more than zero rebounds yeah. and just really shove it in those DNVR Nuggets guys' faces. Yeah. Oh, he's watching the show right now just laughing. Yeah, he's like, Emit, get the yeah, show on. Get the show on. Get the show on. Put it on the big screen. <laughs> and then over there, Superstar Dev. That was not fun. It was not fun, and we just do not deserve to be here. Nuggets were <laughs> uncharacteristic. We're, we are better than this. We're, we don't we deserve to be here. You guys don't deserve to be. No one deserves to be yeah. at this spot right now in the Losers Lounge. Yeah. And yet, here we are. Here um, we are. So the story tonight is going to be the Nuggets bench. I imagine that's going to be a, a top story, uh, takeaway. Maybe think. there was some ice-cold Nuggets shooting. Maybe there's a little jokic Shangun battle. There's a lot of different things to get into. Maybe it's the end of game chaos that happened. Ooh. Some very strange decision making down the stretch. First though, fast break breakdown. Guys, slow start for AG with Houston not guarding him outside. This is another storyline actually. I don't even I wasn't even thinking about, but now that I check my notes, this has been a trend. Teams are just not guarding Aaron Gordon. He's not a very confident shooter at the moment. I thought he was playing a lackadaisical game. <laughs> Jokic took over this game in the first five minutes of the first quarter. You guys remember when they went to Jokic and the puppies? He just took over. It was like yeah. 10 straight points he scored. He had 16 points in the first quarter. Peyton ended the first quarter with a great block. He does this a lot. He had to rotate to like stunt and then run out on a three-point shooter and somehow got a hand and tipped the ball. He covers so much ground. And that was about the last thing we saw from yeah. Peyton Watson. Last tonight. thing we saw. It was one really good play. 30 to 23 Nuggets off to a great start. Bench unit is the switch everything lineup. So Colin comes in and staggers with Jokic. That means Reggie comes back in and runs the second unit, at least in the first half. The worst stretch a five-man lineup has probably played in the NBA this season, offensively at least. Defensively, I actually thought they did some things. It's like you play in the half court, they're going to get a stop. They're going to get a rebound. But can they score and convert? Absolutely not. They did, literally didn't score. They did the they whole They did not score in the first half with Nicole Jokic off the floor. They That bench unit got, I think, th a bunch of stops. They allowed, I think, six points that Houston had to grind, but they did literally did not score, and I don't feel they were unlucky. They didn't really get anything yeah. good. Um, lead they was didn't deserve to score. They didn't deserve to score. The lead was gone. Jokic comes back in. Uh, Fred Van Fleet started getting it going in the, in the second quarter thanks to very easy pick-and-roll coverage. 
You get Colin Gillespie chasing around screens. You get Jokic basically playing a drop because they were killing Denver in the pick and roll. Fred Van Fleet just kept coming around, pull up mid-range jumper, pull up mid-range jumper, getting whatever he wanted. That really came back in the second half to bite him. Um, Jokic, though, did do just enough in the second quarter. Give Nuggets the lead, 50-46. to 46. They lost the lead. They got it back, 50-46. to 46. Jabari was killing Aaron Gordon on the, on the glass in the second half. Two in a row to I start the half. That. Jabari Smith is not a great, like, he's not big. He's no. tall, but he's not big. AG, I just thought tonight, was a little lackadaisical. Then Jokic was killing Shangun on the block. Uh, back and forth for pretty much the whole third quarter. Up three when Jokic went to the bench, and this time Malone calls an audible. He says, all right, it didn't work with Reggie running the bench. Let's try Colin. Let's run the bench unit, and let's give him Colin. No, same thing. Nuggets bench could not score. Strother with some bad misses in this game. We t- I want to talk about that if we remember to. Um, but Strother had two threes, I think, and they both were, like, way off. And it was 76-74 Nuggets. Still a lead. And then the fourth quarter, Fred Van Vliet noticed it was very easy to score on that Nuggets second unit. Yep. He realized just how easy it was, and he threw haymaker after haymaker, getting buckets. Then we get Jokic Zeke minutes. Malone's reaching, man. He doesn't know what to make of this lineup. That He doesn't seem to know what his rotation should be. Um, and then one of the stories of the night, Nuggets could not make a three, man. Houston was packing the paint, just saying daring Denver to, throw, to kick it outside and to make shots. And Denver couldn't make any of their threes. They were down 10 with under four minutes to go. Felt like it was over. Denver cut it to six with two minutes to go. Jeff hit another four. He had two threes in the fourth quarter. He hit one under two minutes. That was an absolute dagger from the the wing. So you think it's over? (laughs) But no. Jokic gets fouled on a rebound, so he shoots free throws. Denver gets a stop. Reggie hits a stop and pop three in transition. Denver's right back in it. Only down to four. Jokic gets a three out of a timeout. They call a timeout. Run a play. First of all, actually, they get the ball with like 40 seconds left, dribble it down, and couldn't get a shot. They actually could have gone two for one, but they couldn't get an open look, and they wasted so much time. They end up having to call a timeout. They run a sideline out of bounds play. Jokic gets a three, cuts it to one, but under 24 seconds, so Denver has to foul. Fred Van Fleet hits both, and they run a play. Very strange play. Very strange play. Very strange. Why would they do that? Throwing it, inbounding it to Michael Porter. We're, like, trapped in the corner. Why would they do that? It gets a steal. It's a turnover. It goes the other direction. And the Nuggets lose, 107-104. All right. Dev, there's a lot to unpack there. What do you want to start? I'm going to start with uh, how much the Nuggets truly missed Jamal in that game. Um, Mm. They wasted a Jokic masterpiece. Um, had himself a, a, a wild game, and it was really because of the bench. I saw somebody on the timeline say it was a bad Jokic game. I was like, what? Oh, no, that I, was I, a I masterpiece. Was like, what are we doing? Bro had 30, 20, 10. Yeah, 36, 21, <laughs> and 11. Yeah, like, yeah. So, uh, actually, awesome. you're right. The 30, 20, 10 games, right? That's the thing. They There's only a handful of them. He had another one. Waste, wasted it. But it was really it was the bench. Was plus 12. Uh, the bench was outscored by loss. Uncle Jeff. Outscored by Uncle Jeff. 15 to 8. Well, eight points, man, off the bench. Like that, I mean, my God. Yeah. I Oof. agree, man, because yeah, scored you by Tari felt <laughs> Jamal Murray's absence in that regard. Because the bench has no identity, doesn't really know what it's doing without Jamal out there. Those guys really struggled to create just an okay look tonight. You know, Christian Brown played. One of his worst games as a Nugget. His confidence isn't there right now. His confidence like. is really hurt, man. P. Watt didn't really see much from him tonight. Only seven minutes. Strother 
I mean, Michael Malone must really love Strother to play him after that game against Golden State that he had, but he only played eight minutes. Zeke tonight is a minus 18 and 11 minutes. He didn't look great. Um, Colin Gillespie might be time for a change there at backup point guard. The bench, definitely the reason they lost tonight, I think. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes. I don't even think this is an I think. This is a, they had eight points in their collective minutes tonight, and six of those were Colin Gillespie with Jokic. Yeah. You know, like playing that wasn't even yeah. like a true bench point. A- another point about this goes a little bit with the bench, but also just the tough offensive night that the Nuggets had. Yeah, they could hit threes. They shot nine of thirty-two. The Rockets shot 10 and 32 from three. So that kind of cancels yeah. each other out. No, it actually doesn't. They won by three, and it was those. It was one fewer well, Jeff Green three in the fourth sure. quarter that maybe it's time. Sure. But yes, your point stands. The Rockets shot 29 free throws tonight. The Nuggets shot 14. The Nuggets' inability to get to the free throw line really shows up on nights like tonight. The Nuggets are averaging the second fewest free throw attempts per game in the league. They're shooting the lowest free throw amount, the fewest free throws per game of the Jokic era right now. Only They're not getting to the line, and when you're not hitting threes, you're only scoring 104 points. That's not Wins good point, enough. Only two Nuggets even shot free throws tonight, Aaron Gordon and yeah. Jokic. No Nobody on the more. bench attempted a free throw. No surprise there. Porter didn't even go to the line, neither did Reggie, so... Yeah. yeah. Denver 110 offensive rating, 110.6 according to Cleaning the Glass. That's very low for them uh, by their standards. What about you, Vote? Yeah, Dev said at the beginning of the show, none of us deserve this. I think I probably deserve this. I made, <laughs> I made, I made some Jeff Green jokes in the pregame show. Uh, 15 points, four rebounds, and what was he? A plus? One steal, one block, plus 13. And a, and a game high plus 14. So sick. Um, that, that's my fault, everyone. So thanks. Shout out to Jeff Green. Also, it is an example of just the way that things can happen in the NBA, right? Like there's there are larger narrative concerns with the bench that exists while Jamal is out. But then it's also if Jeff Green has a slightly worse game, Denver steals this game on the road anyway. So there are real things to talk about. But sometimes, sometimes you throw your head back and laugh. Basketball guys had a good sense of humor tonight. A little bit of that for sure. Um, but I mean, there are trends now over the three game sample size that we have three and a half with without Jamal Murray. There's a trend because through the first, I don't know what it was, six games of the season, the storyline, the singular storyline was the Denver Nuggets bench. Right. Sure. There was a great bench. We were excited about it. It had length. It had versatility. It had the switch all everything. But and, and remember, even with Murray there, the offense wasn't great, but it was passable. It was a great defense with a passable offense that's out the window now on both kind of in both directions the defense now has lost its identity it's not one of those defenses that you look at as overwhelming i mean you look at the bench everybody off of the bench for the uh rocket scored every single one of them Mm -hmm. it's lost that identity it's lost that impact and then offensively you can look at the defense and say okay maybe matchup maybe this or that it didn't some shots or whatever but there's no way you could look at the offense that the bench ran today with Jokic not on the court and say, ah, it could be better next time. Yeah. That was a bench that just does not have a purpose, an identity, or something that gives you a ton of confidence. And then to your point, I am worried that Strother looked like he could throw the ball left-handed and it was going to go in. Now he does look like, I mean, so much of this is confidence. We talk about Hunter Tyson gets momentum in the, in the summer league. 
and it carries him through. Then you see him in the preseason, and it's like he's struggling, and it looks like he'll never make a shot. Strother was riding a wave, and now that wave is a little bit gone. Christian Brown has never caught a wave this season. Last year, you know, he looked better offensively. Momentum with confidence with young players is such a big thing, and I just feel like that second unit is now disrupted in a way that um, I, I don't have confidence that this is like a thing that's going to shake off. Mm -hmm. They don't have an identity or a purpose that I kind of buy into yeah. at the moment. I think that's – there's part of it that's okay, though, um, because this is the time of the season where you learn a lot about your team. Good point. You know, like – they're going to be without Jamal Murray for the rest of the month. They're going to have a lot more games to try to figure out this second unit. And look, we've seen that they can still win games against good teams like the Warriors with a second unit that's trying to figure itself out. This is a great opportunity for them to try some different lineups, try some different guys off the bench, see which combinations work and see if they can find something that sticks without Jamal, because I mean, this isn't like a couple game absence. He's going to be out for the next few weeks. So th this is a chance for Michael Malone to see what he's got. Yeah. 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 By making that one small switch, you know, of not having Jamal and having to put Reggie Jackson um, with the starters, it really did change. I mean, that identity, but it's like also just taking out that one piece to the puzzle that they had, because now they are just trying to figure it out um, right now. Every single bench player's confidence is down. Right. And and it was not to begin the season because they had the, we're not going to let the other team score. But they also like could put together some offense. Right now, they have nothing on offense. And while they're not letting the, the other team score a bunch, there was a, a game that the other team kind of got off. So um, this is the time to try to figure out to see what it is um, that hits. And also see if there has to be a switch because something has to give with mm -hmm. a guy that steps up with that second unit. And right now, I don't know who you uh, would pick like as the guy that can step up right now. It's not a good lineup, honestly, Like when you take out Murray. Murray is a good enough offensive player that you look at it and say, okay, that's going to carry. And then the switchability of that lineup is its identity. Like You tell me, Christian Brown, not a great offensive player. Even last year, he wasn't a great offensive player. Peyton Watson, same thing. Zeke Naji, same thing. So you've got those three guys building any kind of lineup around them is tough. And Reggie Jackson, as good as he is, is not the type of guy that's going to like set the table for them. So it does become a question. And I'm going to go here on this because I think it is, it's the part of this that is so tough for me is Reggie is almost the guy suffering the most from this. Because what do we say of Reggie through six games? Everything is inverted now. Reggie through six, six games, seven games, whatever it was till Murray went down. Man, he looks great. He looks incredible, right? He's doing all, he, he's looking great. Well, now, a lot of that has to do with you play with Jokic. You know, you're going to look good. You stagger and you play with them. Well, now in that first half, it was, okay, Reggie, now go run the second unit. Doesn't look good at all, right? Now he looks terrible again. And so for me, when I look at this with like the Colin thing, I always look at it and go, Colin tonight was good. Six points, two rebounds, three assists, two steals. Like he didn't do anything. I didn't think he was that good. He, I don't think he was that good either. I'm just trying to build a case here. Three of nine. <laughs> I'm saying... But I'm saying relative to everyone else who had zero okay. point zero rebounds, sure. you know what I mean? Like he put the ball in the he, basket. He he had the stats off of yeah. the bench yes. tonight. But here's the thing: it comes at the expense of everything else because now you don't have a switch everything lineup. They did run Fred Van Vliet through some screens and just to get him some easy buckets. And now you take Reggie off of a unit, so his confidence is down and his rhythm is down. And now you have a second unit that's not producing. So I look at this and I go, I'm not trying to lay it at Colin. What I said that is because I'm not trying to lay it at Colin's feet. For I don't, sure. I don't think he's doing anything wrong. 
but it is this like change that has such huge ripple effects in everything the Nuggets are doing that I think are very negative effects. And then at the end of the day, for what purpose? He's a two-way. Yeah. Not even on the roster. Yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily confident that Pickett solves those problems either or doesn't Me cre neither. create the same problems, but I also don't... I don't need like I don't need to see the call in minutes. I don't think they're owed. I think he has to go and rip them. And so I to me because this I think there's still like 9 games left in November for the Nuggets. To me there's a long runway here to to at least see what you got with the other option because even though you guys are right like Colin did some nice things tonight. It's it, the way the bench looked was not a coincidence. Right. And so you know just, outside just, of him the bench had two points. Right. So he like did <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's insane. I, I do think a reason to look at Jalen Pickett is what what's Jalen Pickett's best skill? I Set, think, setting the table. I think it's creating open shots for yeah. other people. He did that in the preseason. He's done that every time we've seen him. We haven't seen him a lot, but he's done that. I honestly think having him creating offense for others, opening sh up shots for other guys on the second unit, like, I do think that's a way you can generate better looks. And that would put Reggie back with the starters. And Colin, I, I think what he's done best so far is he gets the ball to Nicole Jokic really well. Yeah. Yeah. He's a really good passer. He can get the ball to Jokic where he needs it, hit him in rhythm. Um, but, yeah. There, and that's I, part of why Jokic had so many points yeah. in the end of the first quarter. Yeah, he was hitting them. But I don't think there's anything wrong with trying something different here. Yeah. Do you put Colin with the starters then? Do you go no. with Julian Strother? Do you try to something else to put that second unit back to itself? Because you really do need the second unit to, to get in the flow and to be able to, you know, carry that momentum. Yeah, not having Jamal, you don't have that stagger, but at least you have some type of um, rhythm that the guys already have with each other. Because right now, honestly, no one has it going on. Um, and they just don't look like the same team. Um, from like that, okay, we have this, we're going to be able to hold these minutes until the starters get back. So like, is it is it as simple as trying to switch off like with somebody else in the starters and keeping Reggie with the second unit? I don't think it is that simple though. So again, this is part of this is like principle. I think I know what's not working. I don't think I know what will work, but I do think you kind of have to figure it out. So one of the things is like, if you just talk about, okay, does Pickett deserve a chance here? So what is the lineup? Pickett, Christian... Peyton, Zeke, is there one other Strother. guy? Strother. Okay, so Pickett is really good at setting the table, especially for three-point shooters, right? He gets into the paint, albeit very slowly, but he gets into the paint, and then he kicks out. Well, you kick it out to Peyton. I don't know if that's going to be a great position. You kick it out to Christian. All right, I don't know what there. Zeke is not even taking threes. He took one tonight and missed it. Okay, so really just Strother? Yeah, but I, I think you have that, but you also just change up how the offense looks. Yeah. Like Pickett, you can back somebody down at the elbow, boom, Peyton Watson cuts and you get a wide open dunk. He just creates a totally different dynamic, a different feel than the one you're getting right now. And that could be better than this. It could be. I My point is more that, again, I don't have confidence in, I don't like the direction of Colin for reasons I went into this for, but I also just like, you watch it and you go, okay, this is working out more or less how it is. And then the fact that he is, 
taking Reggie off of the Jokic minutes and and yeah. you know stealing those. That's another issue I didn't even foresee that now is becoming this compounded thing. But the solution to me, I just if you tell me like if we swap replay this game but just swap Pickett and Colin, is the game different? I'm like I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily feel that way. I do feel that Malone is going to have to do something he has never really liked to do, which is probably find an even different stagger. Now is that well, Michael the stagger Porter? is pretty clear to me. It's is Michael it? Porter. So Michael Porter and so you give so you play Jalen Pickett. So now Jalen Pickett, I do think has yeah. the ability to switch everything. So give him MPJ. Is the same. So you give him Strother and MPJ. Definitely. And then one of Christian or Peyton is just playing more minutes the with the, the serve. And now you have a more coherent lineup. And if he's generating open shots, it happens to be for two of your best shooters. Yeah. yeah. It also puts fear um, in the defense, like where they actually have to guard you, or they um, they're like they're, they're defending in a different way. Um, and it's not like a knock on Colin Gillespie, but he's not putting fear in the other team. They know that they can play that straight up. Even when he has it going on, it's like, okay, we give that up. Um, especially with the other guys not being able to score right now. But if you if you make that type of switch, it does create mismatches. It creates like a scramble. It creates some type of offense, but it buys time. Um, and it, it, it answers the defense as well. There does have to be some type of switch, or at least let us see it. That That's the thing, let us see. The, yeah. My thing with the Porter stagger is I would just rather, even if that unit scores zero points, I'd rather that unit scores zero points than a five-man bench lineup without it just, even if it's for short stints. We, we've seen that since Jabal went down, and I just think Malone's in search mode. Like, could, could you even describe the rotation right now? It's kind of all over the place. So it's... <laughs> yeah. Um, Didn't I go into the air, though? The funniest part about this is he's in search mode. Wasn't it predicted? Oh, of course. This is the funniest thing. Is no, like every Jamal Murray's hurt. That wasn't predicted. No, that, that's why we're here. That's I know, why we're in search mode because of Jamal Murray. Of, of course, but Harrison, people get hurt all the time. We knew somebody would be hurt. The question, it was because he, he is probably the worst guy to get hurt because of this issue. That this no, 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 right no here, question. Yeah. The point was more. Let, it's a trade of Malone. And he's a great coach. He does a lot of great things, and he always arrives at the right answer. But he always takes the wrong ones first. And I just feel like this was the predictable thing of mm -hmm. this feels like last year where you were not playing Christian Brown for whatever reason and trying sure. literally anybody else on the roster before him. And then it was like, all right, December rolls around. Like, let's try this. And it's like, yeah. of course. He, he is definitely in search mode, though. You got Zeke with Nicole Jokic in the fourth quarter yeah. tonight. Yeah, you that's, got a, that's a search. Justin Holiday in the fourth quarter the other night worked against out. the Warriors. That one worked. And it did work out. Um, but definitely search mode. Um, all right, let's take a break. Zeke Naji, we're again. I don't want to do the thing where we scapegoat, and I'm trying to be like over the top about this. I don't think it's just a one move. There's a lot of guys that are on the struggle bus right now for a variety of reasons. Zeke Naji's one of them, but let's break it all down on the other side. Guys, Bet365 is never ordinary. Um, use code DMVR365 at sign up when you download the Bet365 app. Use code DMVR365 uh, when you sign up. They got tons <laughs> of different bets going on right now. On NFL Sundays, you can get $10 in bonus bets uh, when you bet $20 or more on a same game parlay for any Sunday NFL game. I uh, can get $10 in bonus bets to use on any event of your choice, including Monday Night Football, potentially tomorrow. Uh, tons of awesome NFL 
bets. You know they, what I'm not betting on next game? Christian Brown over with 0.53. I told you, bro. I told <laughs> you. I told you. The day's off. He's going to be with confidence. Or when, like, when, like, no, I have no Harrison's confidence. telling you to pump yeah. the brakes I on Christian. I, I can sense it. With it was him. a vibes bet, man. I was trying to. Let's go. It's vibes. With the NBA, they have this great NBA early payout offer where you can get your straight bet paid out or your parlay selections marked as winners when your team goes up by 20 points you get paid out early uh, so make sure to download the bet365 app uh, use the code dnvr365 when you sign up must be 21 plus physically located in colorado please gamble responsibly if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call or text 1-800-GAMBLER football season is here big games mean big parties and remember it's not just football it's an experience don't settle for an average catering tray. Chips and salsa, nice try. I don't want everyone else's germs and to still be hungry. No, 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 no. You gotta cater with some real food like Primo Hoagies. There's no bigger crowd pleaser than the Primo Hoagies made with only the highest quality Thuman's meats and cheeses sliced fresh, fresh to order and served on Primo's award-winning seated rolls. Baked fresh every day with locations in both Denver and Centennial. You can order your party trays in advance and online at primohoagies.com. Use code DNVR for $2 off a Primo-sized hoagie when ordering online. It's not just a hoagie, fellas. It's Primo. I love Primo hoagies, man. Big fan. Big fan. Um, let's talk Jokic real quick just to bring the vibes up. You know, Loser's good. Lounge, we can't always just be negative vibes. 36, 21, and 11. Yoke over the last like five games is averaging 33, 15, and nine. Um, he is pretty good, man. He is pretty good. I thought tonight there was just a, a uh, crowded paint overall that was part of Houston's strategy. He made a really good defensive coach. The reason Houston's been so good, they've been very good defensively. Nobody yeah. predicted that was going to happen. They made things hard, but the thing is, Yoke can be great even when a team makes it hard. 36 points on 13 of 26 shooting, 50% shooting. To go with a triple-double on top of that and a plus 12? Dude, he's being aggressive. And really, there's nobody in the NBA that can guard him. And he's just been proving it a lot. You know what I mean? Even more this year. And that was already being the most dominant player in the league. Um, 26 shot attempts. If you're getting that from Jokic on any night, like, you're supposed to win the game. Like, that's what makes, you know, everyone so frustrated about taking this loss because... He really did have, a, like, this was a masterpiece type of game where he, he really did whatever he wanted. Um, and he just needed a bit of help. Just someone else to, like, just, you know, go along with him. Um, setting guys up, grabbing every single rebound that comes his way, um, battling inside and out. Like, this was this was yoke in his bag. Um, he needs help. He needs help right now. Yeah. And, I mean, he was a double-digit plus in a three-point loss. Yeah. That shows you how effective he was. We were talking in the pregame show what our biggest thing we were looking for we were looking at tonight was, and I said Jokic and just the energy he has tonight because I thought Nuggets would follow suit. He had great energy, I thought, to open this game. He was going at Shangun. He was imposing his will. He was aggressive. He was run the floor hard. He definitely looked rested after the three days off. I just thought he had a great energy and pace to his game tonight. But yeah, he didn't get enough help. You have any Jokic notes you want to share? I mean, going against Shangun. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think it's really cool the way Shangun seems to get up for this game every time. It is cool, actually. I'm with cool. you. I think that's cool. It, Can we it, talk it about Shangun's uh, one legged I, I, I was going to get to that <laughs> because, first of all, every time he lifts that leg up, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this is going in. Uh, so I, I think it's really cool. We talk about Jokic, you know, influencing and impacting the game. 
there are countless anecdotes and stories of guys remember you know you just remember the first time you lace them up against x y or z and it's very cool that and very clear that Shingun looks at Jokic that way, which is super fun. Yeah. Um, if uh, if the Rockets had a good post game show, they'd already come up with a nickname for that shot. Trying to look at where he was from, Garrett, from Turkey. Well, I know Turkey, but I'm trying to Garrett Sambor. He's from Garrisus. The, the Istanbul. No, nope, not Istanbul. <laughs> the from Garrisus. I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh, but no, I mean I don't. What's there left to say about Jokic? He's he's the best player in the world, and the gap is widening. And I think it is cool, though. I, I'm with you, and I like that Shangun idolizes him. I like that he goes at him. Uh, I want everyone to idolize Jokic. Me too. <laughs> so I approve of him idolizing him. Uh, and that one legger, I don't get it. I kind of like it. I like. There's it. no way you can Dev have good balance on your shot with that, man. You know what it is, though. It's the same as the Sambor shuffle early in the Sambor shuffle, where. You don't think a guy's shooting. Like, you, as a shot blocker, you have a timing. You just have a natural rhythm of when a guy's about to go up. And, like, the one leg, you're like, it, it's off. It throws off your timing. That's Shangoon. It's so slow. He, like, just lifts the leg slowly <laughs> and shoots it. And you're like, dude, if he, if it's a shot that he's hitting every time and it looked like he hit it every single time, you're going to go to it. Yeah. Like, that was a good shot. And also, that like, he went straight to where... Nuggets defense was allowing him to shoot that over and over. But yeah, it was awesome that he got up for that game, especially because last time he was like, I mean, this time it was outplayed, but he was outplayed last time. He's like, I'm going to play a little bit harder. I'm going to make it a little bit tougher. Um, and I'm going to show up. And this was a game mm -hmm. that he showed up in, although Jokic still destroyed him. I'm a little worried about Aaron Gordon. And then I, I feel dumb for saying this because his numbers tonight, 16, 8, and 5 with two block shots. He goes 6 of 10 from the field. He was a plus 9. Those are great numbers. If you could draw up what's an A game look like from, from yeah. Aaron Gordon's that. But I just feel like teams are playing off him. He had some mismatches, and he just seemed a little like lethargic tonight. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe on rewatch I'll feel differently. I don't think so. The energy for him was just not there. Um okay. Like, he, he, he had, like, seven rebounds in the first half where he was very active. And also, this was a matchup where he could have feasted inside. They he gave Jabari Smith, they put him on him for the start of the second half. And you're thinking, AG, that's the kind of guy he loves yeah. to dunk through the basket. And when he did elect to do that, he scored every time. Or he got fouled. Like, he was when he was aggressive, he got what he wanted. The Nuggets got what they wanted. There was just a lot of times that he was just kind of lingering. Also, when Jokic was out... They had him out there as like you know a stagger in a way, where I thought they were going to try to run the offense through him just because of the mismatch. He's just in the corner or he's just settling um, right now. And and you bring up the topic of like opposing teams are just playing off of him and a, a daring him to shoot, and he's shooting them and they're not going in. So it's like something's got to give. Either you got to make some of those shots or just be more aggressive. Where it doesn't matter if they're sagging off of you, they're they're going to fill you every time. Yeah, he, he's been good to start the season. Not great though. And if you remember at the beginning of last season, one of the biggest stories, probably the biggest story of the first 20 games was Aaron Gordon might make an all-star team. He was an absolute beast on both ends of the floor. And again, I think he's been good, not incredible. He, he looks a little, little lethargic, a little, little slower than little last year. Um, I don't, Did know, he have a dunk I don't know why he'd be tired, but Did he have a dunk? I don't know. But um, I don't remember it. He averaged two and a half last year, over two last year. Yeah. To what Dev was saying, I was expecting him to put either Dylan Brooks or Jabari Smith, like just pin him under the basket time and time again tonight. And um, 
that didn't happen and it didn't seem like the Nuggets were really trying to get that to happen. Well, there wasn't a lot of transition play or great transition play from Denver really at yeah. all. Like a lot of that is early. It was a slow game. A lot of that is like early work, right? Like you have the mismatch, you carve it out, you dig for space, but it did. Maybe some of it when we rewatch, we'll see like they were collapsing the floor, like you said. So there just wasn't a lot of room or space for, you know, maybe Aaron looked at it and just thought that's not what this calls for. But um, I was a little higher on him than you guys were tonight. My bigger thing was when he was out with the bench, like Dev said, and he was largely ineffective. But I thought he played well. I mean, in truth, the starters were pretty good tonight. It's. Some somebody at Media Day asked Mike. Was it Media Day that asked Michael Porter about how good he's become at doing all the other things? But does he feel still feel like he can shoot? And we all laughed. Porter's been so good at the other things all year, including tonight. I know, man. And he went three of ten, which isn't the worst. I know. Mike was he had twenty five points tonight, and he was this close from having thirty six. Yeah, it's it's actually weird, and I <laughs> I know there's the ankle, and maybe that's part of it still. And I know he said it is, but there. And our expectations for him are so high, but he he missed that corner three tonight. And I just remember thinking, if that was last year, I would bet my mortgage that that shot's going in. And I wasn't sure it was going in tonight, you know? And there's just, that'll probably change. That'll probably smooth itself out. But it was a part of what was wrong tonight. Like, oh, Denver couldn't get their three-point shots to, sh to fall. Well, their best three-point shooter was three of 10, and they needed a little more from him. He did have a very good game in some regards, but... The, sh the shot is real. Like, they do need a little bit more. Like, it is part of what they're missing. His defense tonight was rough. Yeah, I think guarding a player like Fred Van Fleet. Oh, yeah, they started attacking that, too. And, they and like, a guy like Michael Porter, and I think this is true of almost every type of player in the NBA, but a guy like Michael Porter can be really good against certain types and not other. I think Fred Van Fleet's the tough type. Yeah, yeah. he's too shifty for him. And it's also a guard yeah. versus, you know, a big. Like, he's supposed to attack him in that. And they kept going after it. Michael Porter had like a quiet 25 and 10 in this you game. Thought? Like a double-double. I felt like it was – I thought his scoring was great outside of his three-pointer. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was quiet. Like I, I've been saying that he didn't – you know, Jokic didn't get much help. He got 25 from his second, Think you know, of, best player. Yeah. And it was it was efficient. 11 and 19 is a good game. 25 and 10 rebounds. Like him – his boards were great in that game. Yeah, they were. Um, they were. Really, I think the defense kind of outweighed that, but I, maybe it's me. I just felt like that was a little bit quiet from him. Mm -hmm. Eight of 12 from two. He did a lot of good work around the hoop. I, th I thought he rebounded it well. I still need him to just be a little stronger with the ball at times, just play a little more physical. And I, I know that's not his style, um, but I just felt like I needed a little bit more of that from him. And then I thought that showed up on that last sequence for the Nuggets when they inbounded it. KCP inbounding it to Michael Porter. And I didn't think it was a good play. I didn't think it was a good pass, but I felt like I needed Michael Porter to come a little harder to that ball and be a little more physical. And it reminded me of Andre Miller throwing at the Chauncey Billups in 2009 against the Lakers. And yeah, it was a bad pass, but Chauncey, if you go back and watch the play, didn't really come and meet the ball and be physical and strong with it, which is what you got to do in those situations. Are you situations. thinking Anthony Carter? Anthony Carter to Chauncey Billups. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said Andre Miller, and it made oh, me yeah. right away. Out Anthony Carter there. inbounding yeah. at the Chauncey Billups in 09, and um, I needed Mike to just be a little stronger coming to that. To round out the starter, starting lineup, you know who had a really quiet game? Jalen Green. Yeah. Once oh. again, 
KCP if JL strikes again. Oh, yeah. Now, Jalen Green did get some numbers in this game that actually surprised me. He only had nine points on one of 13 shooting, but he did have eight rebounds and five assists, which is pretty good, and he was a plus 10. A lot of that, obviously, playing with the bench. But when KCP had a, he had a handful of... One, you didn't notice Jalen Green very much at all. I was surprised watching this game how much it was Fred Van Vliet's team that not Jalen Green, because in years past, it's been Jalen Green's team. Fred Van Vliet runs the show out there. But Jalen Green couldn't get open. Mm-hmm. Once again, the... Uh, add him to the list, man. Add him to the add list. Add him to the list. He's not the best player on the list either. Dude, he's... We're talking about Contavious Carwell. Pope now has been unbelievable, and I saw someone in the chat point out the lack of offensive production, and that just doesn't matter on a night when he's doing that on the other end. There's other guys got to step up. It's just too hard to be that locked in defensively and have legs to really make an impact on the other end. Also, he didn't have a ton of shots, two of five. That's kind of what I mean. I mean, the bulk of his, the lion's share of his attention and physical effort went towards another tremendous defensive performance. And honestly, if they had won that game, that's probably at least one of our big takeaways. Like, he's playing at a first-team level. I'm not watching every team as closely as I'm watching Denver, so I'm not, I don't have a full list in my head. But who's playing harder than he is right now? He's been unbelievable. Is yeah. there any chance that he is the stagger, not Michael Porter? I don't think so, because that, that, that second unit needs scoring. But they he's a three-point shooter. Yeah, but they're not... Again, they don't they don't invoke fear at all, mm. and then also you need him to be able to defend the guy when he comes back. So if you stagger him, then Jalen Green maybe goes off against somebody else, and then you also mess up that first. I mean the the starters. Um, so I think it will be tough to to stagger him. But KCP had an amazing game. Like you cannot look at that and say, hey, he didn't do anything on offense. Did he do his job? Yes. He Jalen Green was in hell the entire time that he was out there. He made it tough for him. Um, so you you love what you see from him and of just doing his job. Yeah. If they if they have Jalen Pickett out there, I think you could talk yourself into a KCP stagger because Jalen Pickett will like back somebody down to track two defenders and then boom, a shooter's open. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm a, I, I think it's worth trying. I'm very curious to see if it works. Oh, let's take a break. On the other side, let's go back to the bench. We got to talk about Zeke Naji. We got to talk about the confidence, and then we'll try to piece together what it would mean to fix this. Like, we'll come up with a couple scenarios. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Check out Shady Rays. They got you covered uh, for any type of weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR. Get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can go to ShadyRays.com, browse their entire selection. They got tons of different styles, tons of different colors, whatever you want. They've got it. You can also shop in person. They got a brand new location, Park Meadows Mall. Full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. If you don't love your Shady Rays, a great thing about them is their customer service. You can exchange your new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No questions asked. There's no risk when you shop. ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR. 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. How about Red Hawk Roofing? Denver's best roofers have joined the DNVR team. Quality materials, decades of experience, quick response time, and best of all, they're huge DNVR supporters. So if you want to shout Jokic stats at them while they're working up there, they'll give you some thumbs up. Uh, don't distract them too much, though. It's dangerous. If you're looking for a new roof over your home or business, be sure to check out Red Hawk Roofing at redhawkroofing.com and do us a big favor. Tell them that DNVR sent you. No hawk sound or nothing? We're just gonna. 
I don't have no, any hawk sounds have... loaded up. No. When you see that read, though, you should. Load I did up forget the... to YouTube hawk yeah. sound. That's on me. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's you know, a note for it. me. It's You're a right. note for yeah, me. Yeah, you yeah. got it. There's a good note. Um, coming back here, guys. Zeke Naji. This was a rough one from him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. He only goes 11 minutes, and they get outscored by 18 in those 11 minutes. Um, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> let me ask you, what went wrong? Uh, <laughs> it's a tough one. I throw you the bad one. Zeke as the roller isn't a super dynamic option. It feels not like, a lot of confidence when that happens. It kind of feels like like the J Mike pick and pop, except at least J Mike <laughs> at least J Mike was open. You know Dude, the I mean? Zeke Naji pick and roll is the the J Mike new like J Mike pick and pop. That is a basketball action, <sighs> but. Um, I mean, like, it's, this is, it's like the Je- last year was the Jeff Green ISO on the block. Remember when Denver would run that one like oh, five man. times a, a stint? Um, but we it is what he's being asked that. to do. At least it got a bucket, man. Like, it is what he's being asked to do. At least do. you got a shot or a shot, off. I mean, a shot off. Yeah, <laughs> it never went, but but yeah, it just feels like no one suffered more from Murray's absence than Zeke, who just sons what they were trying to do before is really all over the place out there. Um, the rebounding, it, it, he's working hard, and I know he grabbed four tonight. He just always feels small, always feels a little out of position. I don't have a ton of confidence in him scoring around the rim right now, and that role is just not opening anything up. Is he doing anything particularly different than he was a few weeks ago? Not really, but there's just no, there's not much room for him right now, and it's like I'm not, you know, these. I'm not surprised that this game went the way the last two did. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I've never seen that actually just, just searching. I mean, my take is that it's kind of with what votes say. I don't think he's doing anything wrong. He's doing what the Nuggets are asking of him. He's setting a screen and then rolling to the rim on offense. The problem is he's not good at that. Yeah. And that's just not what his natural basketball position is he's he's not this hawking shout out red hawk he's not this nice. hawking presence at the rim he's not this guy that's just gonna dunk on you on the pick and roll and that's what the nuggets are asking him to be but that's not him yeah i mean one of the questions last year and prior to them winning a the championship was like why is jeff green playing over zeke Naji? That was a game that showed exactly why he was. Like, he brought something. Like, I don't know what Zeke brings right now. Um, well, you know what he brings? Switchability. And he's actually yeah. really good at that. But, they, but they, if you remove that from a lineup, all of a sudden, it, like, then it's like he doesn't bring anything. Yeah, but, I mean, if you go off of numbers, he lost the game today. Him. I, him. I know, but they've lost their, I, their ability to play that way is what I'm saying. Yeah, I get that. But also, it's defense. He could still bring that switchability by just playing like harder on defense. Um, he was a minus 18 in 11 minutes. And it's like, you don't want to go off of that only, but as soon as he got on the floor and Jokic yeah. was out, they got nothing but bad. It was nothing but bad play after bad play. Um, and you, you can alter that. You can play with a little bit more energy. You can um, come up with a stop. Like they did nothing. I, I'm not saying that I want Zeke to go out there and score. I'm not saying he has to grab every single rebound, but he has to bring something to the table where it's like, okay, we're just not um, hemorrhaging points whenever he's out there. Um, we could put a band aid, you know, over this while Yoke's on the bench. And right now they're not getting that from him. Um, I am a believer in in Zeke and like what he can give the Nuggets in 10 to 15 minutes a game. 
I am. I, I I've seen I've seen what I've needed to see this year. We've seen the last couple of years. He's an elite defender, I think. He can switch. He can run the floor. It's just nights like tonight when the bench can't get anything going. Right. He looks particularly bad. Right. Because that's not his game. His game isn't to get things going on the offensive end. You have him out there for defense. You have him out there to run the floor. Those are the things that he's good at. Those are the things he's been good at this season. And I'm a Zeke believer, but it's tough to ask him to like make the bench offense look good on nights like tonight when that unit can't get anything going. Yeah, I agree. Wind. Peyton Watson only seven minutes tonight. He got the short hook, you know, with the second stint. I mean, here's my concern with this bench is that all of the guys kind of have lost their mojo. They yeah. all had a mojo at some point yeah, in the season. Yeah, yeah. Peyton had a mojo. Christian, at least defense. Christian hasn't really gotten going quite yet, but we know he plays defense. Yeah. He hasn't even made an impact. Zeke's had a mojo for a little while there. There were some tenacious Zeke games. Reggie, uh, Strother. That's the thing that concerns me is they've all kind of lost it, and I don't know that it's going to be particularly easy getting it going again. That being said, you know, they do have a turnaround where they're going to play the Clippers back at home on Tuesday, and then they get a little bit of a break, a two-day break, so they will get another practice in. I say all that to say this last four-day break, Nuggets practice one time, and it was on preparing for the Rockets. I do wonder if that changes with this loss and with sort of the shaky play. Regardless of what happens Tuesday, I do wonder if the Nuggets coaching staff looks at that and goes, we need to work on us, not just come in and do mm -hmm. a walkthrough getting ready for the next game. All right. Step one of fixing this bench. What is it? It's Jalen Pickett. It's the time to see Jalen Pickett. It's time to play Jalen Pickett. Look and give him a shot at backup point guard. Don't you think, though, that it's a pretty loud message? I mean, am I reading too much into this to say it's a loud message that Colin, a two-way player, got first stab? I feel like that's a pretty loud message it's, that Malone does not buy Jalen Pickett. It's a message for sure, but I think you can also say Malone's giving it to the guy that was here last year. This is a, like a right. date like he did with right. Davon, where you're yeah. like, well, he's been Colin here. He's put been in, in the, the work. System. He rehabbed from this injury. He was a good soldier all last season. He worked hard over the summer. I'm going to give him first shot. I'm actually not overly mad at that. Like, I actually get that from a coaching perspective. There, it's like there's like a principle to it yeah. that you respect. And I get that, man. You want to reward him for, you know, getting back the work he's put in. Sure. I see that. You gave him a shot. Yeah, I there, agree. There's nothing wrong with trying to change it up now and seeing what Jalen Pickett can do. You lost. Like, you lost. Let, let's go back to the drawing board and try to fix it. Colin Gillespie's on a two-way contract. Like, you you don't owe him anything. Like, you rewarded him for the work he put in. You gave him a shot. Let's, let's switch it up. I would also... I, and I don't know if this is necessarily a solve, but it's just a thing you can try. I would not send five bench guys out there together ever again. And if that means playing Mike, I would do that. And by the way, that's an option we all love to call for. And then nine out of ten times, it kind of looks ugly anyway, because Mike's not exactly Jamal Murray out there putting the ball on the floor. But it's a, just a different look, you know, help with the rebounding. It's a score. It's an option. So... That step two for me would be stagger Mike. Remember what we said the other day we were doing uh, in our live show, we were talking about Mike and my prediction. I thought he was going to average about 25 a game over this next handful of games. One game down, 25. And he didn't even Boom. hit his threes. 
And I do feel, and I think my thing was, I think he's going to be like between, you know, 23 and 25 every game, and then he's going to have one or two 35-point games to really drag it. To me, what he did tonight is pretty sustainable as a player, and then every now and then he's just going to go 6 of 10 from 3 right. instead of 3 of I 10 from 3, that. and that's where those numbers go up. All right, step one is to give Pickett a, a try. Do you agree with I this? mean, that, that's just me. I don't think that's my step one. What's your step one? <laughs> my step one is to do anything in your power to get Christian Brown going. Like, he has to become who you wanted him to be. Um, like, how he finished off last season, um, especially with a, a bench unit that's looking for that guy. They don't have that guy right now, and he can be that, and he has not played up to, you know, what is expected of him. Um, so I would do anything to try to get him going. Maybe that's more Jokic time. Maybe that's, um, you know, just running some offense like maybe they have to call plays for that second unit to try to get some offense going um a bit more would you call a play for christian brown i would do anything to try to get him going what about this dev what gets when does christian brown look the absolute best when they're getting stops and then running he is good in transition and he is good at generating transition offensive boards you know in transition all those different things so to me that's the key is you got to get the you got to figure out the defensive aspect here to get that up to being that swarming they don't even feel like they have the intensity. Tonight, in that first unit, or that first stint when the bench couldn't did not score at all, they were playing okay defense, but they weren't playing like tenacious defense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're almost playing contained defense. Do you think that means pushing the pace with the second unit? Yeah. I do think they have to. I do think that unit has to try to get transition points. Did they have zero tonight, by the way? Well, I think as a team they had zero. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Did they have zero transition points tonight? I think they tonight? may have. I have zero fast break. break points. Uh, three. Oh, they three. had three fast break points. Oh, there was the Reggie pull up at the, the Reggie pull up three was it? Which yeah. actually almost <laughs> yeah, which was kind of a hail mary three. He only yeah. took it because the game was almost out of hand. Yeah, man, that's wild. Three. By the way, Houston also three. So it was a slow game. That's how Houston is like to play this year. And by the way, I think we covered this Denver, really, though. really well in the pregame lounge. We haven't said it in the postgame lounge. The other thing, Houston, good, good ball yeah, club. Yeah, well, we can give the Rockets some credit. Yeah, good ball club Absolutely. played well tonight. No, yeah. dude, it, I had a guy that uh, retweeted uh, or replied to something I said last year, or oh, several months ago, when I said that the Rockets weren't on my list for most fun league pass teams. He must have bookmarked Ooh, it and saved it and waited damn. for this moment for their lips. I respect it. I do, too. I respect it. I, I mean, I you also it. weren't wrong when you tweeted that. They're I still <laughs> not on your league pass team. I don't know. I will say I like the Rockets and how they play. I like, I like yeah, the Rockets. Yeah, but imagine being that smug about the Rockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he dropped a bookmark on that this was, one, This is a total Nuggets 2018 yeah. energy. <laughs> we're like, we're a fun team. Yeah. Yeah. We play hard to have Jokic. You know, like, so true, dude. I like it. So I respect it. You know what? Salute to you, Andrew Soakup. Shouts to you. Shouts to you. Um, all right. So you say, I, so for me, I think I'm with you. I don't think it's getting Christian Brown going in offense. I just think that's it. I think you actually do the opposite of getting him going if you run a play for him. It actually hurts him. But trying to say, like, put a lineup out there that allows him to be a predator on defense, allows Peyton Watson to be a predator on defense, fly yeah. around and create some energy defensively so that you can get fast break opportunities. I do think giving Pickett a chance here is part of uh, my equation here. And then I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that because Reggie is such a big part of this, don't make Reggie fill in the gaps. Yeah, just fill, play Reggie with the starters. May, yeah, that's what I mean. Is don't change his rotation minutes. Keep him more or less what you can with the, with the starting lineup yeah. and stagger the other places behind him. Um, I like Michael Porter off the bench too. I think that's a big one. And then 
I know Denver has really liked Zeke rolling to the rim lately. I don't know if that's. I don't know if Zeke's ever going to make a three. I honestly don't have confidence in him. But Adam, he worked on a shot all summer. He, two summers oh, in a row, he's been working on it. Three with Yoke to start the. Uh, you know the other thing though is, is Zeke shoot from the corners. <laughs> he's never point. in the corners. Huh? It's point. also you can't. He's not going to find a rhythm with his shot shooting it maybe once a game. Once every three games. Yeah, it's just not. It's yeah. he's not going to find. He might. Have a good three-point <laughs> shot now, but I don't know if we're going to find that out with him only shooting it once every three and games. A lot of it is on Zeke, right, to just play better in a vacuum. But I also, if I were Zeke, a part of me would be like, did this team even scout me before they drafted me? Like, what what position do they think I am? Well, he played his correct position his first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Man, I'll tell you one thing, and I, uh, I don't want, to, this is going to be like kind of whiny, but... The bone situation rears its head again only because the Clippers look like the saddest basketball team ever assembled. Real sad. And somehow Bones is the guy that has to sacrifice and get out of the lineup. So here you have Denver, <laughs> desperate need of a point guard, especially one that can score the basketball. The Clippers aren't playing him for political reasons. And, and Ty Lue, after their loss tonight, after their embarrassing loss, said, yeah, that's going to, Bones is going to continue to stay out of the rotation while we work this out <laughs> with the environment. They sit there and go, man, what a lose-lose. Yeah. I mean, Denver did win a championship, so it's not a total that's lose, what lose they, but That's what they do when they love you. For Denver, but I'm cool. just saying, it is like, people like to do the to Bones, the like, be careful what you wish for or whatever. But the truth is, it'd be fun if Bones was like a further developed piece of this team now. And just well, like he'd a guy. be starting at point guard. <laughs> at the very moment, he'd actually be starting at point they guard. They would have a backup <laughs> option, too. <laughs> have a backup life option. is funny like that, isn't life, it? Man? Life is uh, funny like that. All right, let's take a break on the final. On the other side, we'll do a quick ATA, read some super chats. There's an important ATA I want to get to tonight, a very important one. Kind of a bummer to get to on a loss, though. When you get hurt, Bax and Shanker is here to help. They win for Colorado families. They've been helping those who were seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. And you don't pay Bax and Shanker any money until they win your case. No upfront fees. No fees while they work on your case. No fees unless they win your case and they win. Over $1 billion. That's how much they've won for their clients. Bax and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you were not at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle rides here, pedestrian trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Give them a call today. They've got the easiest number to remember, 222-2222. Call them. Find out if you have a case for free, of course. Bax and Shanker wins. Hey, sometimes I've tried other unnamed ticketing services. What? And I get so frustrated with the lack of deals, the lack of clarity. Uh, you know, I'm not sure, like, if these te- seats are going to be good, let alone if it was a good deal. That's why these days I just go to game time. Takes all the stress and worry off my plate because with game time, first of all, you first of all, I use code DNVR, I get $20 off my first purchase. But also, I know that I'm getting the best deals on the best seats to the best events in Denver, even if it's last second. Hey, if you got the friends in town and it just occurred to you that the Denver Nuggets are at home, hit up game time, find a ticket, get yourself in Ball Arena and get $20 off with code DNVR. Alrighty, back here, final segment. Let's go. Around the association, shall we, Kale? Let's do it. ATA. ATA. Kale, can you get your finest ATA graphic? Thank you, sir. Wow, that's beautiful. Dev, what do we got on on the sponsored by nobody still? Sponsored by nobody. We need to step up that sponsorship. We're looking. Who is going to sponsor ATA? So first up, we got the Knicks versus Hornets. The Knicks got this win, one twenty nine to one hundred seven. 
Um, in this game, LaMelo Ball had 32 points in the loss. On the other side of things, it was R.J. Barrett with 24 points, Julius Randle with 23, and Jalen Brunson with 20. Well, good news, though, for the Hornets. They get Miles Bridges back. Oh, that's great. And they said he's going to play significant. Uh, no, I'm sure, I'm sure significant. he is. Um, Brooklyn gets the win, 102-94 over the Wizards. <laughs> Come out, Bilal Koulibaly. You guys have been following Bilal Koulibaly? No. The Frenchman? Yeah, the Frenchman. Allegedly, he's pretty good, man. Defender. And I haven't. Well, the Wizards need some of that. Well, Michael <laughs> Bridges was the one that uh, that did it all in this game. 27 points, 13 rebounds. He's not bad. Nick, Cla- Nick Claxton had 10 points, 13 rebounds. Um, and Dayron Sharp, 12 rebounds. So they, they had to win the rebounding battle over there. My guy Cam Johnson can't shoot this year. I don't know what's going on. Say kind of... He's hurt. Cam Thomas has zapped all his powers. He's hurt. That's the only reason. Cam Thomas, they would have won. They would have yeah. blown there's, him out. If there's he was not there. enough threes to go around. Cam <laughs> Thomas has taken them all. This was a banger of a game. The Memphis Grizzlies get a 105 101 win Close over game. the Clippers. Oh, man. Man, my Close favorite game. Sunday activity right now is watching the Los Angeles Clippers play. Dev, Dev, it looks <laughs> my like favorite it was, activity. It was a really close game. How was James Harden? How did he do? Well, first off, another side of thing, Desmond Bain had 27 points. Let me see how James Harden did. <laughs> we took him out paced. Minus, <laughs> minus 20. improv, we that call was, that a that, yes and. That was, that was don't a try to throw the man that, off his game that's, like that's that. That's when you throws an oop to Zeke Naji and he comes down yeah. with it. Couldn't go opposite. Couldn't like, go opposite. My bad, Dev. You don't got ever it. try that again. <laughs> My bad, Dev. You got it. James Harden was horrible in this game, honestly. Like, it was an atrocious game. Minus 28. Minus 28? Minus 28. That was... The craziest part is when Russell Westbrook was out there, they were winning. Yeah. Things were going well. They decided to take him out for James Harden. James Harden had a late air ball in this oh game like to God. tie the game up. At least Paul George hits the side of the backboard. What's the earliest James Harden can ask for a trade? <laughs> Yesterday? Can he be traded? Like, does he have to wait a couple weeks? Or is can it he possible just... for him to be traded? Why not? <laughs> There's no way anybody wants that. Like, there's not one team. I'm sure there's one team that there's can not because the Rockets into. are like, Dude, man, it's gonna be the this Suns. is so great. <laughs> the Suns will be like, you know what? Let's do it. Yeah. I don't, it's it's we don't need a center. It's the bad. Hornets might be able to use them. It's Nurkic. For I don't know if they, they could, man. The Wizards could talk themselves into it. I bet their oh, culture couldn't man. get any worse. Dude, how about the Rockets saying no thanks to James Harden and immediately cashing out on that stock? <laughs> Unbelievable. They, they were great, right. bro. They were right. they're, they're even playing without Kevin Porter, who was like a big part of their like team as well. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, the Sixers they continue to play really well. This is the one. It, it it hurts. Are you talking about the eight and one 76ers? Eight and one. Embiid has been going insane. First off, if you want your team to get going, which the Nuggets need desperately right now, you got to play against the Pacers. Yeah. They get everybody's confidence up. People are like scoring whenever they want to. There. One thirty seven. One twenty six. How many assists did Tyrese Halliburton have? Do you have like 10, 11? 17. What? Jesus. 25 points, <laughs> 17 so assists. assists. <laughs> that is insane. Like, really, they, you so can score whatever you want. turnovers. So, <laughs> 17 to 0. I love Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> so damn good. He is wild. He is so good. Joel Embiid had 37 points, 13 rebounds. 37 and 13. Man, if you get that from your second best player, you're like. The other Tyrese? Cooking. 50 ball. He had a 50 ball. Now that's a top option. They had 87 with just them two combined. Like, that is. All right. We got to talk about this. Because, you know, shouts to the All-NBA show. 
Me and Tim Legler been doing that. Twice we've twice I've watched the 76ers down to like do deep dive on them, right? Try to get into them. You put your feet down. <laughs> What's wrong with my feet? No, sorry. I don't want to. You're in the flow. You're in a flow. That's on me. Tyrese Maxey is a hell of a player. And more to the point, man, I, I got to give a shout to my guy, Spike Eskin, because I love it. He had a great take the other day on, on his show where he was saying that Joel Embiid is not a leader. He's conceding this. You know, he's not a leader, but that he takes on the energy of whoever is the leader of the team. So you have James Harden. Joel Embiid's going to take on that energy. And we've seen Joel Embiid. I know this is like a, it's like actually almost sad or whatever, but, but he's like, you know, you've watched him in Ben Simmons era. All of a sudden things are going south. Joel Embiid goes south. Harden, whatever. Tyrese Maxey, this kid, man, is special. Not only in that he is an incredible talent, phenomenal three-point shooter, phenomenal deep three-point shooter, one of the fastest dudes, becoming an increasingly good passer, but I love the spirit of this dude. Yeah. He is like a no BS. He's mm. not like he's kind of the opposite of Joel Embiid, to be honest with you. He's kind of he kind of has Jokic energy. If you want to know the truth, like he kind of has a Jokic energy to him where he's just like does everything right, doesn't seem to play with an ego or this or that. Three free throws. What an ethical 50 ball. A Holy very smokes. ethical uh 20 of 32 shooting. But I look at this and I go. That 76ers team has better vibes than they've ever had. Mm. Better vibes. Not more talent or this or that, but it just seems like... And I heard a story over the summer. I think this was in Zach Lowe's article uh, today, actually, that over the summer, Drew Hanlon you know, works out with Joel Embiid. You've yeah. heard of him, right? Well, Tyrese Maxey went to be an intern for, for Hanlon just so he could get used to throwing the ball to Embiid. Where do you like it on post-ups? Where do you That's like this a stuff? cool detail. I hear this story and I go, damn it. <laughs> Embiid needed, to Spike's point, Embiid is sort of this, like, he'll form to whoever's energy is around, and he just got a Jokic energy guy next to him. Wow. So I look at this one and I go, I love, and I hope the NBA, if they were smart and had any sense to them at all, would start just planting the seed in everyone's mind of a potential Nuggets 76ers matchup. Maxi and Murray. Well, they're never going to do that. <laughs> Jokic and Embiid. Honest why, to God, why, why man, it is that? so rare that you get a matchup that's perfect because of the head-to-head -head matchup in the finals. But then to get, nope, it's actually a two-man game matchup would yeah. be exquisite. Actually, what they're going to go for is, like, Philly, uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> Should Embiid go to the Lakers? You know, the, here's the, here's that's, the, that's the storyline they'll actually try to get out there. But here's the thing. Would people in L.A., would Lakers fans watch that matchup? Yes. I mean, maybe yeah. not as much as the Lakers, but I'm saying that's a matchup that appeals to all basketball oh, fans man. because there's this mono -e mono two big versus two. Big man versus big man. There's a really good narrative there. And honestly, of the teams I've watched so far, I think the Nuggets are the best team in the Western Conference. I think the 76ers wow. are the best team in the Eastern Conference. I just say, and more than ever, I kind of feel like this might so be the year it happens. Oh, it could be, man. Tyrese Maxey, of course taken one pick in the NBA draft before Zeke Najee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One pick. But if you redrafted, he'd probably go <laughs> a little higher. A lot higher. Yeah. Would one drop? That's not um, important. Huh? Not important. Zeke Najee's a hard worker. I'm sorry, but Tyrese Maxey a hard worker. What's so up with Zeke Najee? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> All right, where else are we going around the association? Uh, we have uh, Miami Heat beats. Uh, oh, wait, real quick. The no. narrative... The, the narrative apocalypse if that happens. Like I we we won a title. We're above pressure now. Like we got we all we wanted was a title. Now we're greedy. That one would raise the stakes to like, oh my god. 
Yeah. This is so ridiculously high. It would be unbelievable. The stakes fell incredibly high, and they were incredibly high against the Lakers yeah. in the Western Conference Finals. They would reach new heights against mm. the 76ers mm. in an NBA Finals. Yeah, but you just know that they're going to choke in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the Nuggets matters. would win that series. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think they make it, though. They're not going to make it out the East. Can I tell you guys something? Back in 92... Jordan coming off of uh, you know his first championship, beating yeah. the Lakers. Yeah, it was like twenty. There years was old. a real narrative that Clyde Drexler was actually the better player. Mm-hmm. He was the better player. If they ever got to the finals to face MJ, just saying. <laughs> That's crazy. But the problem is nobody believes Joel Embiid's a better player now. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think well, that well, came I don't, I don't know. Look, you're going off of right now. But you fast forward this all the way, and then Hanlon's out there going, who else is averaging 34 points, turnaround jumpers, this and that, load. and they're the one seed overall. I'm telling you, you say this now, but people forget, man. It's the one eternal truth about yeah. the NBA. People forget what happened three weeks ago, yeah. and they look at the shiny new thing and are like, that's I the best like player. I feel you're five minutes away from being on Drew Hanlon's side. Yeah, I know. Are you going to intern for Drew yeah. Hanlon this summer? P-H-O-I <laughs> over here. Holy smokes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm hyping... Tyrese Maxey. He is. I'm just saying, now that Philly has a real top option, I agree they look like contenders. I just compared him to Clyde Drexler. Do you know how that series ended up going? <laughs> I, I understand. Do you guys not remember I'm the game? I'm just teasing you. I'm, I'm trying just, to set the stakes I'm here. I'm just for teasing you. <laughs> yeah. Man, next thing we know, you're going to say Tobias Harris is better than Michael Porter. And Aaron Gordon combined. <laughs> oh, by the way, Kelly Oubre hit by a car. We didn't even mention that. Yeah, how crazy that was, is that's that? That's insane. Yeah. Just Can random. Imagine that? Hit by a car. He like broke like his ribs, right? Ribs, like, to, yes. To be great. He was a pedestrian. Yeah, he was a pedestrian. I will distract the driving is a big issue in this country. And in <laughs> all seriousness, no, it, yeah. it is. It is. It's a very trip. big issue. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Um, Heat get the win, one eighteen, one thirteen over the Spurs. Uh, Spurs are winning this entire game, but Duncan Robinson said, "Hell no." He had twenty six points in this game. Um, Bam Adebayo had twenty four points, eleven rebounds. On the other side of things, it was a Wimby. 18 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. Almost got the triple-double. 7 double. assists? 7 assists. Oh, he has man. no he's idea what he's doing, double. and he's incredible. Yeah, he'll get there. He'll get there. Uh, Keldon Johnson had 20 points, 12 rebounds. They, had, they got that some boards on this so one. so good. He's a bucket. I, feel, I wish he played say. for a different team, respectfully. Yeah. Um, Luca, Luca gets agree. the win, 136-124 um, over the Pelicans. This wasn't that close. It was not I, that I, close. I have, I have a take. It the was, Pelicans suck. They're horrible. They're they're done. Pack it in. Season's over. We're done here. They're Orleans. actually bad. Kyrie Irving had 35 Woo. points to lead all scores Seven in this one. 10. Um, look at 30 points, nine rebounds, um, or nine assists, four rebounds. They had 30-30, uh, two, two different guys on their team. On the other side of things, Matt Ryan, 14 points, four yeah. assists shooting. Brandon Ingram had 20 points. Way. He's a top four. Zion had 18. Yeah, that team, like, really, I think they are close to just packing it up over there. To finish it off, we have the Bulls, 119-108. Um, these are the games that are not still going on. 119-108 uh, over the Pistons. They finally got a win. Uh, the Bulls. I just feel like they're not that great. Winner's lounge for CHGO. Congrats. They deserve that. DeMar DeRozan had 29 points. Vush had 21 points, 12 rebounds. On the other side of things, it was Isaiah Stewart, 17 points. That's my guy. Alec Burks had 16 points. 
Dev needs a shirt just with on the other side of things on it. On the other side of things. <laughs> we, we have a uh, Thunder Suns. Yeah, we have a new final as well. Thund oh, give it to me. Thunder just went final with Kay. a 111. Suns won that when it's at home. It's yeah, in yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, that's right. No, that's Bradley wrong. Yeah, oh, that's that's wrong. Wrong. Interrupting again. What? The Thunder won 111 to 99. you got to be that kidding me. A, let's see. Let's. What do we got here? Jalen Williams, 31 piece. Ooh. Bro, that dude is a bucket. SGA, 35. Unless he's playing KCP, he looks like a first teamer. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got over here in Phoenix? Well, I mean, he probably had like Josh Kogi defending. Yusuf Nurkic, one of six from the four, minus. 15. That doesn't sound like him. Bradley Beal, 6 of 18 from the floor. 33%. Well, he's coming back from injury. Minus 18. Man, you know what they're saying out in Phoenix? Why does Jokic always miss these bunnies? And he always passes up wide open layups. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you remember what he does? He, he just like doesn't take his time. He just like throws it like this little jump. Oh, yeah. And then he'll be I, wide I open remember. and he'll pass it out for some reason. Hey, well, you guys didn't even ask me. Kata Bates-Diop was 3 of 9. They need kid. There's no joke. They need him to be good. I know. They don't win when he's bad. That's and know. when he's good, it's 50-50. Minus four tonight. Well, he's he's a fine player. He's just being relied on to be a shooter. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe it. Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant. What are they at now? Four and six? Uh, Bradley Beal, 0-5 from three. <laughs> Five turnovers. <laughs> well, like they, don't, they don't need a point guard vote, so that, Man. that should be fun. Early in the season to be looking too hard at the standings, but Nuggets, even with tonight's loss, four up in the loss column from the Suns. That's quick for the first 10 games. That's great. I would love a Nuggets Suns first round series. That'd be <laughs> You're right. This is how this shakes out. And then there's still six and a half be minutes Suns, left. Lakers, yeah, and uh, uh, maybe Rockets. Still six and a half minutes left, but the Wolves. Yeah. The Wolves are putting it to the Warriors. They're up 98-84 with six and a half left. Wolves looking good, fellas. Wolves are off to an A-plus start to start the season. They really are, man. They really are. All right, we have any Super Chats, Kale? Just one. You guys suck. Gordon! Just the kidding. Rockets are running red hot for now. Denver is missing Jamal, and that totally disrupts our bench. It's on the road. It was a close game. C'est la vie. We're still repeating, baby. It really was. You can't win them all, as they say, although this one would have been fun to have Can't won. win them all when Jeff Green's grabbing four rebounds. Um, that son of a... They play the Rockets next week, next Friday. So here's what's coming up. In-season tournament game, Tuesday, against the Clippers. I don't know if I'm ready for that court again. In-season tournament game, Friday, against the Pelicans. Then in-season tournament, a week from that, where they play take on the Rockets. So... The in-season tournament pool play wraps up next week. I'm kind of into it. The next two weeks are going to be very in-season tournament heavy. Dude, the in-season tournament is a banger. Banger. It's, it's awesome. It gives it's, us something kind of bragging. It's a huge hit, and people are still like kind of afraid to say it. But <laughs> the in-season tournament is awesome. The courts are awesome. The different meaning that they give to a regular season game is awesome. The knockout round of the in-season tournament is going to be awesome. The yep. final four in Vegas is going to be awesome. It's a hit. The only two teams in Group B, that's the Nuggets' group, that don't have a loss, Nuggets and Rockets, both 1-0. Oh, well, thank of, God tonight wasn't a pool play game. Thank God it wasn't, man. I mean, Nuggets might have been I mean, a little that, bit harder. I mean, that's why we lost, right? Yeah. We didn't really get up and for then, it. It's not an in-season yeah. tournament But game. then also remember that there is a, a wild card bid. Denver currently would be in the number one spot for the wild card bid. So mm. odds of being in the mid-season tournament or in-season tournament, pretty high. The NBA Cup, 
Could be here in Through Denver. one, it's looking good. Through one, it's looking good, guys. Uh, all right. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us today. We enjoyed it. We're going to be back tomorrow at 3.15. Off-season stuff, I'm sure there'll be some good storylines that emerge. Hit that like button for us on the way out, and we'll see you on the other side.